Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. It's testimony time! And today we have testimonies on divine provision. I want to read a scripture in Philippians 4.19. Most of us know it. I'm reading the message Bible. The Bible says that you can be sure that God will take care of everything you need. His generosity exceeding even yours in the glory that pours from Jesus. Our God and Father abounds in glory that pours on us into eternity. Tell your neighbor, neighbor... God will take care of everything you need. And you at home listening to me, it looks like you do not receive chop money again. You do not receive anything again. But God will take care of everything you need. And I want you to listen to these testimonies and get encouraged. That even if you are home and it doesn't really look like you have a source of a source of income from your parents, God will surprise you and he'll take care of you. Amen. So put your hands together for our first testimony from Festus. All right. Hi, Festus. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Please, I'm Festus okay. from Sandra Malat. Shalom Center and Prayer Basanta. Okay, tell us about your testimony. Okay, so my testimony is about during COVID, I lost my laptop. Mercy. And we all know how frustrating as a student without yeah. a laptop. Yeah. So I've always been pleading with my dad to get me a new laptop. But the topic will be don't worry, I'll give you the laptop. So the laptop been, was not coming. The laptop was not coming. Hey. It has really been a headache. Okay. So I remember the Sunday before the strike, Mommy was praying for the final years, and she said that God should provide them with anything that they need for their final year projects. I was not a final year student though, he but was I not said in final year. Okay. But I said to myself, I really need a laptop, so <laughs> I tap into this prayer. And I'm sure some final years were in the church and they heard mommy saying it, but they did, hey! So I said, I tap into this prayer. So I called my dad because I know God has provided something because I believed in the prayer that mommy said. So when I called him, he said he was expecting some money. So as soon as the money drops, he's going to send me the money. I said, okay. So the day before he sent the money, I called him. And he told me the money, although I've received the money, but it was not the amount that I was expecting. Mercy. Which means I'm the one that will be affected. So on the phone, I couldn't talk. And you I was can't just buy on the half phone. laptop too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just on the phone. And all of a sudden, all he of asked, a sudden. But how much would you need for the laptop? 
I was shocked. So I also didn't know and that. Is it not the same father who said he didn't have all and that you the, shouldn't the worry? Amount, yes. Oh, God will cause somebody to change their mind for your sake in Jesus' name. So, so what happened? So all of a sudden, he said, how much would you need for the laptop? And I said, 2,000 Ghana cities. Wow. And he said, okay, you hear from me the next day. I was like, ah, I was thinking I was going to say that thing. So early in the morning, I was asleep. He called me and he asked, where should I send the money? Through your wallet or your bank account? Oh, somebody will ask you that question very soon. They'll ask you whether they should send it through your wallet or your bank account in Jesus' name. Okay. So I didn't want to waste time. Go to the bank. And I said, please send it to my mama account. <laughs> okay, so tell us, what do you want to tell the church? So, I want to tell the church that we have a prophetess in the house. Yeah. Sister Chow. So please, don't turn to the left or to the right. Be planted here. Believe in the prayers of mommy and you'll be blessed. Okay. Thank you. What about those online? Oh, come. So those, those watching online? us online, believe in the prayers of our mother as we are going to the house. Some of, some of you are already in the house. Get connected. Get connected. Keep listening to the messages of mommy. Believe in the prayers and you'll be blessed amen distance shouldn't prevent you from receiving your blessing amen we're moving on to our next testimony from prince atakra put your hands together for prince atakra hi prince please introduce yourself to us hi everyone my name is my name is Prince Eram from the Gaza region and the perfect town, Basota. Okay, tell us so, about your testimony. So my testimony is about divine provision. Okay, what so, happened? So, coming to school this year, um, because of COVID, I didn't have everything Amazing. I needed when I was coming to school. So normally when I'm coming to school, my uncle gives me my school fees, money for upkeep and provisions, and then my money for transportation. But when I was coming this time around, they only gave me my school fees. And he said, I should go. So I thought it was a, I thought it was a joke. So the first night, when he, he said gave he me the money, when he gave me the money the first night, I was like, oh, maybe tonight is the school fees night. The next day, I guess. <laughs> so on the day I was going, the, I still had, yeah, he didn't say that. He just said, okay, have a safe journey. When you get to Marseille, let me know. So I was, I was scared. So I told my auntie, and my auntie got me money for the provisions and the transportation, but still no money for upkeep. And actually, when I was coming to school, I had, I had not finished so the paying my- The provisions is different from the upkeep. <laughs> that's what he's trying to say. I mean, that way, that's what he believes. That's what he wants, no. I mean. <laughs> but when I was also coming to school, I had not paid my hostel fees in full. I still had an arrears of 500 CDs, okay. which my uncle said he was going to say, but I didn't know how, when I was going to get it. So, and also not, and because he had given me half of my school fees, that one too was also not sorted out. So when we came to school this year, I remember we had a prayer in the fast for some yeah, number of weeks. That's true. And one of the prayer um, days, mommy led us to pray, um, pray the Lord's prayer. Yeah. And when he goes to give us this day our daily bread, I, I remember was for you. I was in the car park and I was just walking in. She said everything I was going through. Some of you have not finished paying your hostel fee, your school fees. Wow. And then we prayed. And I believe that God was going to make a way for me. So the same week on a Sunday after church, I texted a distance uncle, one of my mom's cousins, whom I didn't really know. And I was like, I owe this 
days that months I opened my hostel fee, 500 CDs. So I need something. I needed my needed. Oh, I said I needed something. So on Tuesday, I was coming for SAT. And then he has sent me. He asked me for my Momo number. Wow. And then I checked, and he has sent me 500 CDs. Wow. Oh, to put your hands together everything. for the Lord. So I was, I was even surprised because I texted two people. So I was thinking, oh, maybe they'll split it 250, 250. But I got the 500 for one person. I didn't hear from the other person again. So you were expecting from the other person? Right. Unfortunately, I didn't okay. get And so, and then when it was time for my school fees also, um, it was on a Sunday, and after the service, mommy prayed for us that those who were OA fees will have their fees sorted out. Down to I was sitting under the tent over there. It's like there's something <laughs> over there. <laughs> okay. So she prayed for us, and then the, the week, during that week, I called my uncle. I had to pay thousand cities. I called my uncle and he said, he will give me five hundred. Is it the same uncle? Yeah, my same uncle. The same uncle. Same uncle. Oh wow. Said you give me, said you give me half. <laughs> and then he asked me, this is my uncle on my mom's side of the family. So he asked me to call someone on my dad, my dad's end of the family. Sharing the burden. How much they can help with. So I called my grandma and said, she, um, she can also give me half. Wow. So that's a thousand cities. But I had two uncles whom I normally call them when I need something. <laughs> And then when I called them, they normally send money for upkeep and things of the sort. But I told them I needed this amount for my school fees. And they were like, okay. And then one person sent, the two of them combined to send me 500 CDs. And then I had some family friends sending me 300 CDs. So in actual fact, instead of getting 1,000 CDs, I got 1,800 CDs. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. The Lord will organize your family members to send you money in Jesus' name. I mean, some of you have uncles and aunties and cousins, and the only thing you get is how are you? Learn hard, oh, learn hard, learn hard. But God will organize them to send you money in Jesus' name. Okay, so what do you like to tell the church? And one last thing. And okay. for my provisions and upkeep, I have a friend in church here okay. whose um, who's mom I don't know how her mom got uh, Your to know. friend's mother? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, she was, I, I was there one day and then she said her mom wants to talk to me. Wow. So after her mom finished talking to me, she sent me money. Wow. And your friend's mother sent you money? Yes. Hey, uh, don't you put her friends in the church? <laughs> hey! And, and ever since then, anytime her mom sends her money or provisions. She sends you some? Yes, I guess. Hey! You didn't hear that testimony. So when his friend's mother sends his friend money, she also sends his. Is this not the doing of the Lord? Hey! Wow. So as his friend's mother sends their friend Gary and Milo and everything, and then chop money, then he also she also does the same for him. God will do you show in Jesus' name. Okay. So what would you like to tell the church? So I like to tell the church that. They should believe in the prayers of our pastor and yeah. make it a point to come for every program mommy organized for us because I I don't know how I would have gone through without coming for that prayer meeting. Yeah. Maybe and I would have come for different a subsequent prayer, prayer meeting, but yeah. maybe that topic would not have been up. The last prayer would not, would not be up that day. And yeah. Only God knows what would have happened. So they should always come and all night, whether mommy is going somewhere for a program which we can also go, they should make it a point to be there. What about those online as they've gone home? Well, those online, we are, we are all going to go home at a point, but I pray that as we go home, <laughs> I pray that as we go home, may you stay connected. Mommy is always going to pray for us during the communion, during 
So we're doing the, our offering in our tight time. So they should always believe in their prayers and we also work for them. And Thank stay you very connected. Much. Amen. One of the things that Prince said that struck me was that his blessings were in different situations. And especially for those of you who go home and those of you who are already at home, you don't know the Sunday service that mommy would pray or speak the blessing that is for you. So make it a point to watch, to join in live, to stream for every service. And distance is not a barrier. You were here on Friday when Prophet Hislod spoke about somebody who has left the church like years ago and was streaming online. So if you are not online and you are not connected, you will not get your blessing. Amen. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord be on your feet. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Hey, you are done with exams. You are about to enjoy for months. Put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. Those of you online, you are welcome to the service. This morning, somebody was telling me that, oh, she needs a vacation, but not a Ghana kind of vacation, but like, yeah. How many of you are here and you are in need of a vacation? <laughs> not to Atria Mountains. Not to Togo. Not to Mali. But if you get a vacation to Dubai with some money to shop, let me see your hands. Hey, those of you whose hands are down, are you? But I am happy to tell you that what you really need this morning is a word from God. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, my neighbor, a word from God. A timely word from God is what you need this morning. It is a greater blessing than a shopping vacation to Dubai. And I want you to understand that we have a prophetess in the house. We have a woman of God in the house. We have an anointed vessel in the house. She is coming to you with the word that you need. Put your hands together as we welcome our pastor, our prophetess, E.S. Joy Philippe Bruce. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord this morning. Those of you online in your home, get out of your pajamas, climb out of your bed. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Find your Bible and let's make our confession this morning. Lift it up. Lift it up. Why, your Bible has gone on vacation. Oh, la la. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Take your seat. Wow. Hallelujah. Well, those of you online are welcome. I hope you're joining us. 
call somebody, tell them it's time to wake up, it's time to get up, it's time to get online this morning. Amen. Now, just a few announcements. These days, I take the announcements before so that I don't forget. Our Bible school is recruiting. How many of you are final year students here? Let me see your hand. You are in your final year. Yeah. Just a few of you. Wow. Powerful. Now, you have finished school. You are wondering what next. Maybe you want to think about the Bible school. And if you do, I want you to see Lady Reverend Humi immediately after the service. Our Father... Bishop Dag has given us a scholarship that lasts for as long as you want to be in the school. Yeah. Are you there? And so sometimes you want to say, I, I think I need to go that way. And if that is you, I want you to see Lady Rev immediately after the service. Amen. Now, my second announcement is that this is our last uh, present service in person for this, for this year. Oh, cheer. <laughs> as if I believe you. As of next week, if you are still in school, as will be the case for some of you who are finishing up your thesis and your write-ups and so forth, join the 10 o'clock service. Are you there? And for the rest, we are online. Is that okay? So for everyone who is out of town, we are online. But for those who live in Kumasi and those who are going to be in a Kumasi for some time, as of next week, Sunday, it's a 10 a.m. service. Is that okay? Yeah, so don't forget it. Amen. Now, the next announcement is that Bishop Intefel visits us on the 3rd of October. Amen. On the 3rd of October. And you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it at all. Amen. Bishop um, Intefel is the convener of the Anakazo Assembly's denomination. That's the denomination to which we belong. He's our bishop. Amen. It's a good place to put your hands together. And I mean, if I want to think about somebody who is as focused as Bishop Dag and is as, as charged as he is, is this man. Yeah, is this man. I mean, we have been part of this denomination for quite some time now, and we are amazed at the forward movements and all the things that are going on. So, you don't want to miss it. Amen? Oh, you are, are you there? You are still sleeping. And my last announcement for this morning is that once a year, we honor our prophet. Let's put up the scripture, Galatians 6, 6. Galatians 6, 6. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. I prefer the amplified version which says, Let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his support. You and I know that he doesn't need our support, but it still means something. Are you there? When somebody brings you a cake for your birthday, the truth is that you don't need it. Oh, do you need a cake to survive? If you are not well with the cake, heal you. But it still does something. Oh, you don't get me. There's still something about a cake that has been given to you. Now, he's too far away for us to send him a cake. So, you're just going to put in whatever you have. We'll put it together and we'll send it to him as our Galatians 6.6, recognizing that he has taught us so much. Amen. Oh, you are there. This morning, I'll leave you and I'll go back to bed. Oh, because me too, I wanted to sleep long this morning. Ah. 
Hallelujah. Amen. So don't forget, we'll take that offering on the 3rd of October. Okay, and we usually call, we, we change the name from Galatians 6, 6 Sunday to Honor Your Prophet Sunday. And I need to say that we live in a world that honors nobody. Yeah, and, 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 and as a result, a lot of cases are inherited. And we, we want to say that we are not part of that. Are you there? We are not part of that. We are not going to risk our future that way. And we're going to do our best. It's just our time when we say we are remembering that everything that we have came from this man. This man. Many of you here, or a few of you here, are final year students. The reason why you have not made shipwreck of your life is because you met a church. And it's somebody who planted that church here. And somebody who said, me, I didn't know that I could preach. I would not, never have sent myself. So he sent me to you. And everything I share with you, that's the source. And every Sunday we are here, Sunday after Sunday, when his words bless us. Are you in the house? So if once a year, we also say thank you. We honor you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Honor. Powerful. Well, today I'm, we're still on our loyalty series. Turn to your neighbor and say loyalty. If I can get you to just be a little faithful, it will, it will help you. It will help you. This morning I have Bishop Freddie here. He's actually on his way. Amen. Can give him a hand. Powerful. Okay. He's on his way to preach at our BTC um, church. Oh, please sit down. They are blessed. They are blessed. And that's because we are on holiday. Otherwise, he would have been here. But I want to believe that next year he'll be with us. Amen. A very powerful, very anointed preacher. Somebody who has started a church in a place that if I send you cry, you won't go. If you go on, on national service, they put you there, you beg to leave. But he has been able to be there these 17 years. And in that time, he has planted 50 churches. You, your one basenta, you are not seeing top after now. Hey. Ask your neighbor, do you know what the Basenta is? And your Basenta, how many people are you able to gather? Hey. So, Bishop Freddie, it's good to see you. Good to see you. And the BTC people, when you get there, tell them that we envy them this morning. All right. Powerful. So, I'm talking to you about those who forget. I notice, I am very surprised because I thought that forgetfulness is something that happens to people when they get old. That the brain becomes a little, you know, it's a little weak, it's not retaining things. I have found to my surprise that there are young people who are more lousy po. Ooh. in remembering things. And so for this congregation in particular, I think this is a very, very, very important message. People who forget things don't do well. No, it's just a basic, it's a basic thing. It's just basic. You are going from here. You have forgotten your way to your hostel. I mean, we'll wonder if you are even well. You are supposed to take medicine and you forget to take the medicine. Will you be well? You are supposed to take the medicine at 8. You forget to take it at 8 a.m. You take it at 8 p.m. Will you be okay? Somebody who means a lot to you has told you, I have an appointment with you at 1. You forget to go. So you can see that forgetting is something that is not good. It's not good. Are you in the church this, this morning? Yeah, it's not good at all. Hey. <laughs> you are here, you forget where you come from. 
you are you are you are a, a, a Ghanaian. By the grace of God, you have the chance to travel for some four weeks. You get there, then you forget where you come from. When you forget where you come from, that's why you go over there and then you look for the most expensive restaurant and go and eat there. But those of us who remember where we are from will never, never. The letter that we have will superintend it in a certain way so that when we return, no, by you that you are forgotten, it is foolish things that you do. And many of the things that you see happening in the physical, so also it is in the, in the, in the spiritual. I mean, some of you watching online, you have already forgotten that you have a church on campus. The holiday hasn't reached anywhere. And you have already forgotten. You better remember before something bad happens to you where you are. No, it is true. Because some of you, when you get back, your copies are on the road. No, it means a backsliding to a certain life. Things that you don't do when you are around and you are in church, you start to do them. You have stopped betting. Now you have gone back home. And you have forgotten who you are and what you are. And that area boy who used to come around here, he's coming around again. And no, you are forgetting that you are a proper spiritual lady and you are going to walk around with, with some riffraff. Or you cannot see that forgetting, even in normal things, is wrong. Those of you who claim you are forgotten to eat, you are the ones who disturb us with your ulcers. Then you'll be sending me texts in the night. My stomach, I couldn't sleep. If you have forgotten to, you don't send me such a text. Don't send me such a text. Ah. Let us take care of those who have sicknesses they cannot help. Now the sickness that you can help, but you are forgotten because that it has come upon you. It's very annoying. Hey. The church is mysteriously quiet. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Are you here? Some of you, during the last prophetic all night that we had with prophet his Lord Amma, you hear things. Are you here? You hear things. God forbid that you should forget. Yeah. God forbid that you should forget. There was a lady. He went to a church, one of our churches. And he gave the lady a word. And she, he told her. He said that the plan is that you die on your wedding day. So do this. She forgot. What happened to her? Thank you. On her wedding day. Yes, you don't forget some things. Tend to your neighbor and say, you don't forget some things. Never forget. There's something you should never forget. Never forget the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. Never forget it. It's when you forget that foolish behavior. You are a Christian, you want to commit suicide, you are an idiot. Today, alarm you see, normally I will crock and things. Today, I will not crock It's because you have forgotten that somebody shed his blood for you. So, obviously, you are worth something. So, if even you don't feel it, you don't have to feel it for it to be. When you are wearing gold earrings, do you think you feel that it's gold? Whether you feel it or not, it is gold. So, somebody has paid with his blood. That gives you value. Then you forget it. Then you forget it. No wonder you are walking around and because of a stupid boy, you want to, 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 to end your life. A foolish girl. Because normally the person is not worth ending your life over. 
Some of you, you have lived in unforgiveness. Huh? You have forgotten that the unforgiveness will take you straight to hell. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those that sin against us. You say you won't forgive. So he's standing there. Is somebody else the reason why is anybody worth your, your, your life? God, what are you thinking about? I said, what are you thinking about? And that's why this morning I'm going to share with you. I may not get to all five. That's why you should have the book. You don't have it to. It's also your fault. You forgot to buy. <laughs> five evils that befall people who forget. And I'm very happy to be talking to a young congregation so that you pull yourself together fast. Are you with me? This is the right time to hear this message so that you don't allow yourself to be one of the forgetful people. The first one. People who forget are constantly demoted. People who forget are constantly demoted. Why? Because you went to the exam paper and you forgot what you should have remembered. So when they say write about the digestion of carbohydrates, then you start. Carbohydrates are digested in the rectum. You are failed all together. <laughs> are you here? When you forget one of the things that will befall you is demotion. When you forget that you are a leader of two or three people or four people or five people, that's when you refuse to make it to the prayer meeting. And the result is that your gathering does not gather. And so therefore, comma, you are demoted. If I'm dialing your number, let your number be dialed. Are you here? Ask your neighbor, is it you they are talking to? When you forget that you are a pastor, that's when you go and eat on the roadside. Because you have forgotten that you have been called and you have lost your dignity. Hey. When you forget you are a child of God, that's when you wear that your mini dress and come and stand on the stage with it. Because you have forgotten that you are a child of God. You have forgotten that precious things don't lie out in the open. There is no precious stone that is lying on the top of the earth. On the top of the earth, we only have gravel and stones and worthless things and so your precious things are supposed to remain hidden until the right time but when you forget then you bring your precious things out and in so doing you lower the value and let me just take this opportunity I pray I remember to say it in the next service as well from now when you are coming to this church for a wedding don't bring me that your sh over your bare shoulder please no, don't bring it. Don't bring it. Don't save your, your breasts. It is the man you are more interested in it, not us. Because recently there was a catastrophe. 
in one of our churches where the bride wore that same style and as the service was going on it fell down and her larger than life breast came out I don't want that so let me I'm just you see I had forgotten but preacher about forgetfulness has made me remember are you in the house I'm saying it from the pulpit so that you can remember and those bridesmaids of yours clothe them properly I hereby reserve the right as your pastor if I look out you are coming for your wedding you are half naked your bridesmaids are half naked you will find yourself another minister because I will not officiate your wedding so let me just say it from here because I've been talking about it and I've said it and said it and I noticed that they don't mind me at all they don't mind me at all I have had weddings of people in this church and other places I've had to go and marry you and I'm embarrassed as what you have brought one wedding I was just praying that the bridesmaids dresses will not fall off anyway so I've just remembered this morning so I've said it I, I hope you have read my message yeah 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 yeah, yeah. don't forget and if you forget and you go and make that style you'll find yourself another minister I promise you no matter who you are no matter who you are you'll find yourself another minister hey those who forget are constantly demoted don't forget who you are as a child of God don't forget who you are when you forget who you are that's when you will go back to smoking weed because you have forgotten who you are are you in the house you have forgotten don't forget to bath when you forget to bath we have to find another place look what I'm saying is very true I have been ministering before and I have ended the ministration on account of an usher who didn't bath and the stench was too much yeah and at that time I was a much younger minister I didn't know what to do today I would just ask him to leave but at the time I didn't know what to do I ended the ministration he was stinking to high heaven are you in the house those of you who refuse to wash meanwhile you have forgotten that you sweat everybody who sweats has the propensity to stink wash your things uh, you thought I only talk about spiritual things I said wash your things I hope your mother can hear me those of you at home wash your things take your bath <laughs> you see allow me to stay there because the truth is that you can forget to have your bath you normally when you're on campus when you're in school you're going to go to lectures you get up and so you just when you get home you can easily begin another life you don't you don't i mean go to take suddenly six seven eight nine ten before you are aware pew, the whole day has finished and it's 12 you haven't bathed because you forgot i said people who forget are demoted number two <laughs> i'm talking to some people this morning <sighs> you see all the points are so important i'm trying to just pick 
so that I don't yeah it's, it's, it's very difficult wow turn to your neighbor and say I will not forget I will not forget wow Shabbat Shabbat it's not only ashes don't mind them everybody must back number two number two people who forget repeat mistakes one of the most painful things in this life are mistakes a mistake is something that you have done and after doing you realize you should not have done it and the problem is that you cannot go and gather it again and undo it so mistakes are very difficult things but they are given to us and God allows them because mistakes have a way of making us sober are you following like sometimes you realize that oh I, I, I can give you an example you are a student and you decide that I will not be a part of any group I remember a student who did that we didn't know about it until his results came and he had five solid trails five solid trails it was unusual many people have one trail or two three cries unusual but five when I called him because I said no five what happened I mean what's that in this church maybe somewhere but not here when I called him then he said an episode had happened in class that offended him so he took himself off the class page Uh when he did that he forgot that no I understood him because a lot of nonsense is on your pages but it is also the place where in those days you see now you have your midterms in one week but in those days the midterms were like as and when, anywhere. So he said he missed a lot of the midterms because the message will come on the page that we are going to have this at this time. He missed all. Are you there? He missed all. He also was not part of any group, any study group, because if he was off the page but he had a study group, he would have known through the study group members that this is the exam. The result was five trails. And the boy is not a fool. When he came and learned, he passed off. So it's not that he's a fool. Do you think he'll make such a mistake again? But if you forget, you will repeat the mistake. Because you'll be on the class page again when some idiot comes to put pornography there. You'll be on the class page again when somebody starts to insult your pastor there. You'll be on the class page. You know, people will do the things that aggravate you. And if you forget, you'll one more time say, I'm out of here. Are you there? And if you repeat that mistake, you will have a repeat of the five trails. Or maybe the five will become eight. People who forget, repeat mistakes. Let's go to a scripture in Daniel chapter 5. Daniel chapter 5. Let's go down to verse 17. In Daniel chapter 5, we meet a guy called Belshazzar who was the um, son of the king are you the name Nebuchadnezzar's son and this man had called a party 
And during the party, he had taken the vessels of gold out of the temple, which his father had brought around. And he, was, he brought it to serve his, um, his, his subject, his people who were rejoicing with him. And while they were eating and drinking and praising the gods of gold and silver, a hand came to write on the wall. You know that story. So Daniel was brought to come and interpret. No, please, just stay at verse 17. Just stay there. He was brought to come and interpret. And now I'm going to read to you what he said. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, the king had promised him gifts. And he said, let thy gifts be to thyself and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing unto the king and make known to him the interpretation. O thou king, the most high God, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom and majesty and glory and honor. And for the majesty that he gave him, all people, nations, lang and languages trembled and feared before him. Whom he would, he slew, and whom he would, he kept alive. And whom he would, he set up, and whom he would, he put down. In other words, your father was very powerful, and he um, brought people up or down as he wished. But when his heart was lifted up, and his mind hardened in pride, he was deposed from his kingly throne, and they took his glory from him. Do you remember and he was driven from the sons of men and his heart was made like the beasts and his dwelling was with the wild asses. They fed him with grass like oxen and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till he knew that the most high God ruled in the kingdom of men and that he appointed over it whomsoever he will. In other words, your father, this was what happened to him because he became proud. Because he became proud, he was made like an animal. He was brought down to true grass until the day when he got up and said, the God of Daniel is actually God. And thou, his son, O Belshazzar, hast not humbled thine heart, though thou knewest all this. You knew this whole history. You knew what happened to your father. You were even there. You were even there. But you have lifted up yourself against the Lord of heaven. And they have brought the vessels of his house before thee. And thou and thy lords and thy wives and thy concubines have drunk wine in them. And thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold and of brass, iron, wood and stone which see not, nor hear, nor know. And the God in whose hand thy breath is and whose are all thy ways hast thou not glory. What had happened? The guy had lived through his father's situation. And he had lived through his father's issues. And he forgot. And he became just as proud. For him, it cost him his life. Because the night after this pro of that prophecy, he passed out. He died. Some people finished him. Are you in the house? But the reason was because he had forgotten what happened to his father when his father came and challenged God. Or when his father put himself in the place of God. 
when you forget the mistakes that you did before, you will repeat them. Are you in the house? Some of you made a mistake. You criticize your father. We have preached and preached. You said, don't do it. Don't do it. You are still doing it. Hey, please ask your neighbor, is it you they are talking about or exactly who? Yeah. When you, when you, when you, <laughs> when you don't remember, you see, for some reason, God allows us to see the mistakes of our fathers. That's why the mistakes are even in the Bible. For us to see them. And when you see what happened as a result, one would have thought that in humility, you go to God and say, help me. Preserve me. But sometimes our hearts are lifted up and you forget and then you just do exactly the same thing. Meanwhile, God will not have mercy on you because he told you. Sometimes God has mercy on your parents because where they were and how they grew up and how they were brought up and all that, those mistakes, they, they happened. But you, they have tried to share something else with you. Hey, are you minding me this morning or you are doing your turns? <laughs> mistakes. Your past mistakes. Your past mistakes. You went to sleep with a girl. She got pregnant. You, you and her, you have committed an abortion. And then you've come to sit down. As you have sat down, common sense should tell you that until I'm ready to marry. My major dream, why? Let me see where I am. But you're forgotten. The same way you were admiring the girl's bottom. That's how you are looking at this one. The same way you were going to be in a room. Now let me say something here. There are some of you who walk around, you think you are strong. Midnight you are in a girl's room. Midnight you are in a guy's room. I have only one description for you. You are an idiot. I-D-I-O-T. You are a what? Or if you prefer, idiot. However you pronounce it, I don't mind. Because you have laid the grounds to get into trouble. Oh, but we are on campus. Exactly where people do the nonsense. You will repeat your mistake. You will what? Turn to your neighbor right now and tell your neighbor, I don't expect to see you in any room of any person apart from yourself. Apart from yourself. This church, I have instituted prep before. Today, I'm instituting curfew. 10, 30, 11, that's it. 11, Christ late. 11 is late, eh? May man 10. 10, okay. Your pastor says I should give you 10 p.m. If we see you anywhere in the room of somebody of another sex after 10 p.m., you are classified as guilty and I don't care who you are. Oh, pastor, you are too outmoded. You see, we are outmoded. We are outmoded. I'm asking, I said, we are outmoded. When you have finished your abortion and now you cannot sleep and you are beginning, your, your conscience is disturbed, who do you text? When the guy dogs you after the abortion and now your heart is broken, who do you text? Tell me that we are outmoded. I said, tell me that we are outmoded. 
Lady Rev, we are going on holiday. Oh. Today, that's why when they came and asked who wants a vacation, I put my hand up. I want a vacation. I want a vacation from your nonsense. Yeah, I want a vacation. We will tell you. And in your pride and the foolishness of youth, you go and do it. And then now when the repercussions are coming, because we are pastors, we are not able to turn away. But I tell you, after this one, I will turn away. I say, after this one, I will turn away. Ah. Oh, yeah. You come to first year, we tell you, do not. Don't get into the relationship. You go because you think that you are Miss Malaika or something that has come. You don't know that the same way they failed the ones before you is how they will fail you. Yeah. That's why I just wait. I just wait and I tell my pastors, just wait. They'll break her heart right now. She'll be back. She'll be back. <laughs> ah. You people, you don't know that September rush, October rush, it was born before your time. I suppose now we have to say January rush. <laughs> if you do not remember, you will commit the same mistakes. Young lady, when the guy comes and starts speaking, walk away. If you do not walk away, the same way sweet words fell you they will fall you or is it fell you again <laughs> please I'm not saying be rude I'm saying hey Watson go ahead no hey yeah I wouldn't mind right and I said Bishop Ready, the guy's rap said it is not easy in the church. Oh. He is supposedly acting. Hey, gentlemen, you better salute or move from a pen paper now. More coach wrong way, right? Hey, sit down, sit down, sit down. He will be acting on the stage. When I hear the raps that are coming, I say, hey. Hey. It was before his salvation. Hmm. Lady Pastor Forewa says that when you hear his raps, if he's director, you please run because Charlie. No, because young lady, that is your weakness. So you don't hear. Don't hear. Don't make that mistake. That was the mistake you made the first time I got a broken heart. Yeah. And if you forget it, you'll make the mistake again. So the next time, I will fed you. Were you created or were you crafted? He said, I'll see you later. Here you go. Hey! Otherwise, you'll make the same mistake. <laughs> wow. Are you enjoying <laughs> five evils? <laughs> five evils that before people who forget. The next one. Forgetful people become memories. Forgetful people become memories. 
Psalms 78, verse 40 to 42. Psalm 78. How oft did they provoke him in the wilderness? Are you there? The psalmist said they provoke God often. And grieve him in the desert. Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his hand, nor the day when he delivered them from the enemy. Now here we have a people, a group of believers, you can call them a church like ours, who God had done things for, but they forgot. They had been slaves. Now, when you are a slave, you have no rights. You can be a slave who has a wife and you have three children and the slave owner can take the decision. I'm selling this girl here. I'm selling this guy here. I'm selling this one here. You the parent, if you cough, you are dead. Things happen. Hard labor. From morning to night. Being caned. Beaten wickedness in fact they cried so much that in the book of exodus when the burning bush happened and moses turned to the burning bush the lord said i have heard the cry of my people and i have come down to answer them these were the people who were now complaining i want to give you an example of their complaints not only had they forgotten the deliverance of the Lord, oh, they had forgotten from whence they came. Numbers chapter 11. Mm. Ah, ja. ah. Mm. I'm reading from verse 4. And the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lasting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? We want meat. Who shall give us flesh to eat? <laughs> we remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely. The cucumbers, the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. <laughs> but now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all beside this manna before our eyes. People who, they were beating you. They were raping your children. The master could just come and they child, anybody. Doesn't matter, he can do what he wants. You have forgotten all. And today you are, I want the manna. I want the fish. Onions. Melons. We have not eaten garlic in a long time. <laughs> Only this gray manna that they have been feeding us since we left. <laughs> and it was that forgetfulness that led them to murmur against God. And they murmured all the time. The one issue God had with them was murmuring. From when they left, in fact, they are not even finished crossing Red Sea crowd, they were murmuring. They kept on forgetting. They had gone through major, major, major things. And they forgot all. And they became memories. Today you are here in church. 
Have you forgotten how your head used to pain you from a, a hangover after drinking every Friday? Have you forgotten how you would wake up in your own vomit? Have you forgotten how your money was spent on useless things? Have you forgotten how Satan used to drill you? Have you forgotten when you were somebody's vulnerable address? Have you forgotten how you needed somebody to, 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 to admire you for you to feel that you are a human being? Have you forgotten? That's why you are sitting here a child of God, murmuring against God that, hey, I've been praying, he has not brought me money every day. Other people are coming to stand here and then they are giving testimony by me, dear, he has not done anything for me. Me, I don't know what this God is about. When I pray, he doesn't answer. Me, I don't, be careful. Be careful. I came to tell you this morning that God does not owe you anything if the only thing that we had was our salvation it was enough he had already done enough just by saving us if he now chooses that apart from saving us he's going to give us things how dare we mama and I prayed and I prayed but when I did the exam I didn't get an A I got a C what you don't know what you don't know is that you should even have been out of the school. What you don't know. What you don't know is that the witchcraft that they had been done over your family, you should have been the next in line. That's what you don't know. Hey. Hmm. I said, what you don't know? These people, they had forgotten. No? They had forgotten. When you forget, you become a memory. Some of you are here, your memory. In my spirit. What is this? This church that we have come. Every day serve God. Every day serve God. Every day serve God and die. Every day serve God. Every day kill yourself for Jesus. Every day kill yourself for Jesus. Every day wake up. Let's go on the page. Every day they are waking us up. Every day. This morning you are memory at me. As you are sitting in your house, in your hall, you are memory at me. Have you forgotten the waste basket you were when you came? Have you forgotten that you were destined straight for hell when you came? Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten how you were? You don't even know that it's because of what you do for the Lord that you have stayed on the straight and narrow road. You have even forgotten. When they knock on your door, who that? Your face like who that? It's your colleague you will get. It's paining me that I was not there. What do you want? Your face, like, what do you want? Today, a human being is knocking at your door. You're asking, what do you want? Glorified that shower. They are knocking on your door. You're asking me, who, who that? proper respectable men of God are knocking on your door. You are standing there saying who that? When useless guys were coming for you useless guys, they just looked at you. They knew you were a toy toy. They were coming to play with you. Toy that's why you opened the door when decent men have come to knock on the door to call you, you have the audacity to open your mouth. Who that? Somebody that somebody that me i don't like the way every day they are calling us those of you who are at home eh you are the ones i'm talking to oh, be careful 
Yeah. You don't know that you are blessed for somebody to remember you and call you and say, join a prayer meeting. You have no idea what is down the hill waiting for you. I am reminded of a young lady who was an NTC student. Every Sunday, we would go and knock on her door to come to church because our church had started in the building. And she would chile her things. And she would come. She was a member, all right. But she would, it was a battle for three years. As God would have it, God eventually sent her, or she was blessed to go to the U.S. Ah, so what we need is that she has gone. We would be there. And then she called. Please, I want to send my tithe. They said, ah, but don't you have a church over there? She will send her tithe. One day she called us. <laughs> ah, what are you crying about? She said, oh, I have been part of a church for a while. One day I was driving in the winter. The road was slippery. And as I drove and I braked as I was getting to the junction, my brakes didn't hold well. So my car ran into the car in front of me. Please, it is in Ghana you take your car to straighten. Now over there, there's nothing like that. You're straightening what? My car was perfect. You better just get your, yeah. Her car was insured, third party. Which meant that her insurance does not cover the other car. She had to buy a brand new car for the person and pay for it. At the same time, her own car was spot. At the time she called us for three months, she had not been to church. And she said, I called this morning because in three months I couldn't go. Nobody has ever called to ask me, where am I? What's going on? I'm so depressed. I don't have any money. I'm sitting over here. And I remembered I had some people every Sunday. They'll call me. They'll knock on my door. Is that what you are waiting for? Is that what you want as your story? Now where we are, where we cannot call you. You are now crying. You are now calling. The last time I spoke with her, I was even more disturbed. I wondered if her mind was... Yeah, she was very disturbed. Are you there? Somebody is calling you today. You are remembering. Hmm. Ah, your pastor says you even answer. Because people who forget, they become memories. You have forgotten how you were. You have forgotten that God rescued you. I said, you have forgotten. That's why when we are even worshipping, you don't have any worship to give God. You are just standing there. As you are sitting there, they should do and finish. Because you have forgotten. What is this? Sunday morning, the service is too long. You have a mouth to be memory, the service is too long. Remember, oh, you almost died, oh, remember. Remember, you drank weed, you added attire. When you finish, you added what again? <laughs> Give me a third one. Samogogro. You finished, they brought you. You almost went, oh. In fact, you went crying, the Lord brought you back. You are forgotten. Hey, have I, why? Angels came to church today or what? You are all trying to make your face as if, oh, minus me. I was not inside. Oh. You have forgotten. By now, by now, you would have been something else. And 
when you remember, it should make your heart soft. It should make it just soft. Lord, thank you. Thank you. Just thank you. Anything you say, anything you want, Lord, I'll do my best to do it because I couldn't have been here. You are sitting here. Look at your family members. How many of them have gone to university? The best is an HND. You are sitting here with plans for your life. Meanwhile, all your cousins, born two, born one, born five, no husband. But you, you are here. And you are remembering, you are forgotten. Meanwhile, the children, the born five, and yes, I have one father. Ah. Hmm. Some of them, the father's cry, unknown. Hey! And you, God has just rescued you. And you are remembering that on Sunday morning, you give him 7.30 to 10. You are remembering about it. I said, you are remembering about it. Is it not your whole life you should be ready to give him? Forgetful people become memories. I said, forgetful people, they become what? Memories. Hey, I have to end my preaching. Last point. People who forget are rejected. People who forget, they are rejected. People who forget are rejected. The Lord rejects people who forget him. After all he has done. So when the children of Israel kept on this memory behavior, and they kept it on, they kept it. It was the reason for the 40 years. You see, the 40 years in the wilderness was not 40 years of walking from here to there. It was 40 years of going in circles. You're not going anywhere. Because it got to the point where God said, enough. Enough. The promised land that I'm going to, I will not carry any of these people there. I will wait until the last one of them is dead. Then their children are the ones I will carry. And the Lord did it prepare, prepare. That generation, the only two who entered from that generation were Joshua and Caleb. Apart from them, he waited for an entire, you don't know, it takes time for an entire generation to pass. It takes a lot of time. A generation is 30 years. So people in a 30 year scope, you are waiting for all of them to die. It took 40 years before God moved on. He totally rejected those who died in the wilderness. Are you in the house? Hey, you are very quiet. Up till today, he rejects memories. He rejects complainers. Up till today. Wow. Hmm. Matthew chapter 16. Let's go from verse 5. Matthew 16, from verse 5. And when his disciples were come on the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Leaven is like the yeast or the effect. The Sadducees and the Pharisees were always at it. Complaining, complaining all the time. And they reason among themselves saying, is it because we didn't take bread? <laughs> Which when Jesus perceived, he said to them, oh ye of little faith, 
Why reason you among yourselves because you have brought no bread? It's like, that's what I'm saying. Do you not yet understand, neither remember the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many baskets you took up? I mean, already you are forgetting. Already. Neither the seven loaves of the 4,000 and how many baskets you took. So, if even you were thinking that I'm angry with you because you didn't buy bread, did you not see that I could show you that ah, I don't need to do the bread? I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> are you there? Hey, you are very quiet. Yeah. They forgot. And when you keep on forgetting, the Lord responds. Think about it yourself. Somebody that you have done good to who doesn't say thank you, what's your reaction when you see them the next time? The friend who comes always eating your food, always taking your shirts, always taking your things, never bringing anything back, never saying thank you. What's your reaction to the person? After a while, is it not a rejection? It's like the person shouldn't even come. So why do you think God should put up with your memory? He's been so good to us. He's been good to you. He has brought you this far. Every Sunday we hear testimonies from here. And the testimonies that we hear on stage are just a few of all the testimonies in the real house. So why do we treat him that way? Hey. And thankful people always complain. When you begin to thank God for things, that's when you realize you have a lot to say. So that's your question. If you're a young lady, when was the last time you bought a dress? And if you're a young man, when's the last time you bought yourself a new top and down? You see, some of you are shaking because it's here. It's here. Someone says, I'm asking, when last? Yet, have you not remained well clothed as you have come? As you have come. Yeah, are you not well clothed? Still well covered? Did you remember? Have you ever thanked God for it? Have you ever thanked God for it? Some of you, when you came to school, first year, first semester, your fees were paid. That was the last one that was paid easily. First year, second semester, trouble has come. Kabo, kabi. But you are finished school. You are writing pieces. You are writing pieces. Somehow the supply didn't stop. Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten how every time exams are coming? You'd be so nervous. You forget what you should have remembered. You cannot finish. But God has taken care of you. Brought you. Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten how you didn't really know what you were going to eat? But somehow, 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 not only have you eaten, but you are even looking well fed. You have, look, have you forgotten how you didn't know how you were going to do the next hairstyle? In fact, you used to keep your hair on for more weeks than, 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 <laughs> because Charlie, but somehow, somehow, in fact, you see, it's not all the girls who do natural, who want to do natural. There are some doing natural because of the expense. 
and when you started you suddenly discovered that you have glorious hair and you always look good all the same somehow 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 some of you you have even known what it is to be hungry but you look so good nobody knows that you are even hungry some of you you came from your home with one shoe that you are coming to use to walk you walk to to mecca with it you come from mecca to your hostel from your hostel to outreach from outreach to church from church to rehearsals on your one shoe on your one shoe he has kept you he has not allowed your shoe to get spoiled he has not allowed it to fall to pieces he has kept it you have gone and you have come and you have gone and you have come and you have gone and you have come have you forgotten? Oh my God. What a God. I said, what a what? What a God. Hey. Maybe after this service, I think you should see Pastor Dennis. So that he will show you my cap. Dennis, what's our mileage now? 489,000 kilometers. You see, because you don't know what one kilometer is. And you don't know what two kilometers are. From here to Accra is only 260. We have traveled 495,000 kilometers in a car that is 17 years old. The engine has never been opened even once. It has never left us on a journey. You can choose to cry and say, oh, but God, you cry, you're not shy that I'm driving a car that's 17 years old. Or you can choose to say, my God, what a God. Only you can keep that jalopy going. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. One day recently, I was praying and I started to pray and I realized that I don't even know what car to pray for. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. I decided, let me just thank God. Every day we go and come and say, ah, Lord, because the people who do cars will tell you that it doesn't happen. No, no, no. Four, 494, what? 485,000 kilometers. 489,000. No, 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 no. No. Recently, I was talking to somebody in Toyota and I asked him, How many cars do you have that have gone 489,000 on the same engine? He said, Exactly none. It's still going. We have just returned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you are crying. That's why I say you can choose. So. You can choose. You can choose. You can choose to cry. Or you can choose to praise him. Yeah. God will reject me if I don't thank him for the car. Because the car, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. It was not mine. And I didn't buy it. <laughs> the church is quiet now. Yeah. At the time when this car entered our lives, my husband and I, we were not full-timers. And the father was solving some problems and buying. Then he said, add one for these people in Tamale. They are struggling too much. Meanwhile, this is the church that we don't give lay people cars. And that's how it came down to me. I'm grateful for it. Without it, I don't know how I'll do my work. Yeah, I don't know. Whether we'll be carrying the books on our head. Uh, it was it easy to climb the metro with the books or tree? You are saying, eh. I put you on it for you to understand that there didn't used to be car. I used to carry my books together with Reverend said, We'll go to metro. When we don't get metro, I still remember when we went to commandeer a trotro. We commandeered the whole trotro, put our books inside, put ourselves inside, I sang from here to Sunyani. 
Mashando, you understood public transport. Okay. And no cry, your bus was nice. Mamunkasa. They don't know the bone shaking metros, you know. The one that when you sit on it, when you get up, you have to hold your bottom, your bottom to get up because Charlie, the seat is so hard. When you get up, blood has stopped. <laughs> the death. It used to be that when you sit down, then they'll bring a goat and tie it and put it just by you there. There was no goat in your bus. It was a very nice bus that you got in and out. Hey! Are you in the church? I want you to end by thanking God. Oh, this semester, this year, he has done us so much good. He, we came here, people have caught COVID, people have died, we are still here. He has allowed us to have school. You almost didn't finish your semester. He has allowed you to finish another academic year. He has taken care of you. Some of you, your school fees, they're not yet paid, but at least you've done the exams. You know that when the money comes and he will sort it out. You have done the exam. If they have said, don't do the exam, you'd have been looking at a repeat of a year. But they have allowed. Just, just thank him. Just thank him. Just thank him. Decide that you will never be a member. In the middle of your difficulty, you will thank him. Some of you, the whole semester, you have not even drank one paracetamol. He has kept you well. Kept you strong. Ah, come on. How can we remember? How can we remember? Thank him. Jesus, we are grateful, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This morning, Lord, we want to say, We will remember. We will remember. Come on, sing it with your heart. We will remember the words of your hand. And we will stop. We will stop. And give you praise. Oh, yes. The day I heard 
me. Remember that day. I still remember the day you the saved day me. You saved me. The day I heard you call out my name. You, you said you would day. never leave me. You, you said you loved me. You'd never leave me. Never Lord, I've never been the same. And so today I want to say. head is bowed and every eye is closed. I want to pray with somebody. You've been here maybe the entire semester. Maybe Sunday after Sunday. Maybe you are even working in the church. Or maybe somebody just invited you and you wandered in today. But you have not given your life to Jesus. You have not thanked him from your heart for giving up his life for you and so therefore you have, have the opportunity to avoid hell. But this morning as we are speaking, you are saying, I want to correct it. I want to correct it. You want to give your life to Jesus. I want you to just lift up your right hand. You're saying, I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Just lift it where you are. Just lift it. Just lift it. If your hand is up, come to me and let us pray. Come, I want to pray with you. Just come. I want to just show you that way. I heard him one day. I also gave my life to him. Just come. I want to pray with you. Come. You're saying I want to receive Jesus as my Lord. Mm. For grace. And you who is watching online. And maybe you're saying I want to give my life to Jesus. I want all of us to join together. We want to say Lord Jesus. We are grateful. Thank you. For your, blood, for your blood which you shed, which you shed for, us. for us we will not be ungrateful, will not be ungrateful. and so this morning we stop to say thank you for everything in jesus name and all the saints shall say amen and amen we believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.